Sunny 106.5. Good morning. It is Joanna and Sean. And Sean, I was so excited to come in this morning and tell you a little follow-up to something I told you kind of early on when you started I love a good follow-up story. What was this? So, I don't know if you remember this, but a little while back, I told you about this white Tesla SUV that lives in my subdivision that one, one day, one morning, when I was pulling out and onto like a road that speed limit is only 35 miles an hour... Uh, I was going about 40. They were behind me, trailing me down this road. And then they zip over to the other lane yeah. to cut me off. To just I remember en- this. This to, was like back in like October, yeah, I think, Yeah, to just year. end up at the stop sign like a second before me. Like, it was so stupid. And, and listen. So pointless. Completely pointless. I, completely pointless. And dangerous. Yeah. And I was angry. I had a little road rage. I flicked him off. Yep. And I went on with my day. But I <laughs> vowed to find out who this person was. Oh, this is going to be good. They had a, they were, so it was a white Tesla SUV with a Raiders license plate. Okay. We won't say the number. It's, it's been burned into your <laughs> eyes. I know it since October. Because it was so rude. And I'm like, and, and I'm coming out of the same subdivision as you. Yeah, so you, like, chances are like our cars will meet up again at some point. Right. Yeah. Why be rude? Why be rude? Right. Where are you going that you need to like cut me off to get to the same spot? So anyway, uh, when my husband and I go on like nighttime walks or whatnot, I look for the white Tesla. So you're just curious, you know what house? This- I love. I just love that you're on the lookout every time you leave to go on a walk at night. Well, I want to know who the jerk was. Like, yeah. right, I'm on the lookout, and so. Uh, but if you own a Tesla, most people back up their car to plug it, the charger and to yeah. whatever outlet they have. So I can never really ever check the plates. Yeah. Well, I, a mystery has been solved. Oh. <laughs> I found out who it was and it was it's actually a neighbor that I know uh, that I that my husband and I have been friendly with. Oh man. Like we know Like we, since that happened? No, um I haven't seen them in person since that happened. Though uh, I used to see them a lot more. But we know each other. We're friends on Facebook and social media, <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> I've supported this person's business before. Oh my like, goodness. And I, again, I don't know if this person knows that they cut me off specifically or not, but nonetheless, I know that they are a jerky driver and yeah. an unsafe <laughs> driver. And I'll tell you what, if my son would have been in the car when they cut me off, I would I would say something. Yeah. But because it was just me, like I just, you know, it is what it is. But I found out who the person was, and now, you know what? I'm not going to be able to look at them the same way. No. If they try to, you know, comment on something on social or send me a message, I just can't support terrible, unsafe drivers. Yeah, this, this relationship has been forever changed. <laughs> <laughs> For the biggest shows from Las Vegas' brightest stars, count on Sunny 106.5 to give you access. Bruno Mars has just announced his live in Las Vegas residency returns to Dolby Live at Park MGM this June and August. Hey, it's Bruno Mars. Don't miss the full Bruno Mars concert experience with tickets available through Ticketmaster. And this week, you can win your way in. Here's how. Listen to Sunny 106.5 on our free iHeartRadio app and use the talkback button to record a message. Tell us your name, what part of the valley you're in, and in honor of Bruno Mars, tell us what you like about living in Las Vegas. Lucky for you, that's what I love. That's what I love. Everyone who leaves a talkback message has the chance to win. For full instructions, go to Sunny1065.com. All right, so Joanna, I want to uh, I want to talk about you know etiquette, some some common courtesies here for a minute with you. It's uh, it's Sunny One at Six Point Five. 
Sunday mornings with Joanna and Sean on Las Vegas' best variety of the 80s, 90s, and today. Uh, Joanna, you believe in holding the door for people, I'm assuming, of right? Of course, always. Okay, so that, that's something I was taught from an early age. You know, you, you hold the door for people that look like they may need the assistance. Uh, you hold you know, for women, for the elderly, for pregnant for folks. For anybody. Just about anybody, yeah. right? So um, that said, there. W- what happens after you hold the door for someone, um, I, I think is, is up for a little bit of, the deba- of debate today. Because I went to a, a Dunkin' Donuts recently. Okay. And I was walking up to the door, and I knew I, I saw coming from the other direction. It's me walking towards the door from one side of the building and a woman with a child on her hip coming from the other side of the building, right? We're both converging on the same door. I'm going to beat her by a few steps, but <laughs> she's got a kid on her hip, so sure. I hold the door for her, right? Here you go. After you, right? I, I thought I did what I thought was the right thing, right? Gentlemen, yep. So we we head into the Dunkin' Donuts, myself right behind her, and she proceeds to order fifty donut holes, <laughs> several drinks, okay. several sandwiches, and I'm standing there with my jaw on the floor, <laughs> thinking, "You knew you were going to do this." <laughs> You knew you had a massive order. I came in here for a coffee and a donut. Right. Like, I needed two things out that, like, black coffee, too. Like, yeah. I wasn't asking for any, none of, like, the Frappuccinos, whatever they make at Dunkin' Donuts, right? Yeah. I wanted one donut, one coffee, easy order, out the door. And now I'm stuck waiting behind this woman and her child who are ordering for clearly a baseball team that's back at their house or a football team, right? So, I, I don't know. I'm like, I just, I don't, I button my lip, right? I don't say I a word know. about it. Because I don't yeah. know what I'm like. It's not even. What am I going to do? Am I going to get get into a fight at a Dunkin' Donuts with a with, who has a child on her hip? I'm going to end up in the news tomorrow. New right. guy on Sunday when a six point five gets into altercation at a donut shop. Like that's not the publicity I need right now. I love this story though because it's very very relatable for me though. It's oftentimes in a grocery store. Yeah. Um. You know, look if I have one thing and. You know, I get in line or even if it's even if it's, a you know, with a cashier and a human being or the self checkout, like I get in line. I have one thing. People in front of me have a ton of stuff um, and they see it. Right. And but they don't care. Right. Or they're like, whatever. Everybody's on their own time. And, and listen, I don't ever expect that you like you should automatically let somebody ahead. I think it's courteous to do. If you notice, if you have a very large order or a big, you know, a ton of stuff in your cart, check to see what the person behind you has. If they have one item. <laughs> Especially if they opened the door for you and they would. I That's where you're bitter about them, huh? I could, no, because I could have just said, I'm beating her to the door. I'm going to go under an order. She's on her own, right? But sure. I, I'm thinking the ro- there has to be a role reversal, right? Like I open the door for her and her kid. Then she goes, oh, go ahead. I have a big order. Right, like I think that is courtesy. There, that would have been like the thing to expect. And yes. To your grocery store point, like I have been in a situation where the the grocery store I've been to an Albertsons that's been swamped, and there's yeah. a person with a million things in their cart. I have eggs and milk, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, you want to just jump ahead of me?" And I'm like, "Oh, are you sure? Yeah, you'll take two seconds." I love when that's people do the that. nicest thing in the world. It and is. I just kind of I don't know. I was I was so upset <laughs> in that in that donut shop that day. One thing I've learned, unfortunately, and, and even though it's just like you expect everybody to have common courtesy not everybody does and you know this mom she she probably didn't even 
think twice. Maybe the baby on her hip or the kid on her hip, whoever it was, uh, you know, was throwing a tantrum right before they came in. Her 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 mind was all scrambled. You know, who knows? Uh, but unfortunately, the lesson is is that not everybody is going to be kind back or <laughs> reciprocate your kindness with additional kindness. I think you would, you and I and a lot of people out there, like we have good hearts to our core and we almost like that trickle effect of kindness. Like you do something nice in hopes maybe somebody else will do something nice. But unfortunately, the chain often is stopped because, you know, everyone's got stuff going on. Yeah, I guess you can't let that stop you from no. doing nice things. Like for, for all she knew, maybe I was going to go in there and place an order for the entire office or something something you know but right. it's I, I don't know yeah i guess you're correct i can't let the the possibility that someone is not going to reciprocate my kindness stop me from doing nice things exactly. for other exactly and you just have to tell yourself that because right I'll, sometimes like like you said like i'm like oh i just did something really nice to help this person and they turn around and, and could care less instead of feeling like bitter about it or whatever it's like people some people are not going to get it your karma points are racking up though <laughs> that's all that matters i'll take it on your smart speaker. Getting Sunny 106.5 on iHeartRadio. And everywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. You get the best variety of the 80s, 90s, and today on Sunny 106.5. Sunny 106.5, good morning. It is Joanna and Sean. And I know a lot of us are... First form of communication with anybody is a text message. Oh, yeah, only like I feel like these days you have. To, I mean, if you call me, I'm assuming it's an emergency. If the first thing you're doing True. is calling me, <laughs> no, I, I get nervous. Like when my mom calls me, I hate it. I'm like, why'd you call me? You gave me a panic attack. Just text me, all right? <laughs> and you know, with more and more time going by and more and more text messages flowing, it's interesting because everyone kind of has like their own perspective on like text etiquette now. One of my favorite things to do on text, and it's not like, I, I promise you, I'm not doing it on purpose. I did it before this ever came out. I love using the thumbs up emoji. And I want to say a, a few years ago, there was like an article that came out. It was like, what do these emojis really mean? And I, I don't know who wrote this article, but it went slightly viral. So a lot of people were like, ah, this is what the thumbs up means. But people say that if you use a thumbs up, you are really kind of giving somebody a middle finger. <laughs> I never heard this. So Have wait, you heard that? When, you, when you use the the thumbs up emoji, are you like holding down on their message to like thumb up the message, or are you sending one I'm in ta- the body well, of the I text? I do both. I do both. I, I thumbs up the actual like conversation that they're sending, or I or the emoji. Now the article was specific to the emoji. Okay, so sending the, the emoji. Yeah, it, it, they basically said like if, if somebody uses a thumbs up in a text message to you. It means basically, a.k.a. what the middle finger stands for, and like basically it's like condescending. They're saying it's just like a sarcastic thumbs up, like, all right. Correct. But I'm a thumbs up girl. I use it all the time in my everyday life. I love a thumbs up. Don't take something as innocent as a thumbs up and turn it into something it's not, okay? And I, I, so that kind of like ruined it for me because I still have trekked forward and used the thumbs up in response and text messages all the time and some of my friends are like can you stop doing that and i'm like why it's an innocent thumbs up let's not make it something it's not that's that's super funny um it's funny we'd mention this because th- there was this study that was done recently on like gen z and gen alpha and the way they text right because they don't they don't like to use proper capitalization or grammar or punctuation like everything's all lowercase all right. the time right that doesn't bother me so much but um I'll, I'll tell you what i do here's the thing i'm kind of a hypocrite when it 
comes to this because I do this constantly and I know it annoys the absolute pants off of several people, <laughs> but it also annoys me when people do it to me and I still do it. I'm talking about rapid fire text messaging because I don't I don't take the time to compose like a paragraph, right? And okay. send you a well thought out response right. or like a request. Me, it's like ding 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 like I'm it's like a tight like a typewriter I'm just like rapid fire messaging people right. and I have certain friends of mine who are like bro slow down compose your thoughts and send me a message wow and I that's still funny. It, it has not changed my behavior one iota but then when people are like when my group text is going off crazy I'm like would you all just slow down for a second like ah it's a double-edged sword there I you know. do it but you don't like it being done to you I know I mean listen everybody's got their own thing I think it, this applies to text messages. You know how people say, like, you know, oh, man, they sent me such a sassy email. Well, how did you know the email was sassy? Email tone is subjective. You're going to read it how you're going to read it, even if the person's intention is not meant that way. Uh, I think texts can be subjective, too, but it's it's your style, and if they're your friend, they're going to have to get used to it. <laughs> I, I have a single friend who has removed all emotion from texting, right? Um, and he's the only person that I have reciprocated the same way. Like, he never uses, like, LOLs or, like, anything over the top. If he says, if he thinks something's funny, he's like, ha, that's funny. Like, and you, you have to understand he's not being condescending about it or that's just gl- who he or is, glib yeah. but I legitimately I have to believe that like he's like no I just I don't text like a 10 year old like he just <laughs> that's the way he says it to me so now I go whenever he's the only person I text with the same way where like I don't use the lols or the overly gratuitous like exclamation points like I for some reason I when it's just him I keep it on the same keel I want my text messages as over exaggerated as possible because <laughs> otherwise I'm going to think you're just mad at me so please use all the exclamations, all the smileys, all the capital letters, because I, I otherwise I'm going to think the rest of the day that you're upset with me. Exactly. People who don't do that, I, they can't be trusted. <laughs> Sunny mornings with Joanna and Sean on Sunny 106.5. Uh, so, Joanna, as you may or may not know, uh, my wife, she got me, uh, she used Facebook Marketplace to get me my birthday present this year, right? Oh, yeah. She got me that rowing machine. The rowing machine, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and look, I'm, I'm going to tell you, as somebody who grew up with, with parents who bought uh, a couple of like exercise equipment pieces that... Uh, eventually just turned into laundry hampers, right? Yep, always <laughs> I'm, does. I'm determined not to let that happen to mine, yeah. right? So Why does it happen? It always just does. I know, right? Uh, but I finally broke it out for the first time. and nice. uh, it's I put it up in the bedroom, and uh, it's, it's actually pretty good. I did a... I, I think I went a little bit too hard the first time around. <laughs> I, did, I did 30 <laughs> minutes on this thing on the hardest setting, and I think I thought I was going to die afterwards, honestly. <laughs> so, I mean, I've gone day one. Okay, that's good. And that was two days ago, so I'm due for an exercise today, I think. I couldn't do it back-to-back days. We're easing into things. Every other day, that is, listen, you're yeah. doing it <laughs> on your own pace. There is no, it's not a race, right? Right. It's a journey. So uh, what I want to do today is I want to take some calls from people and just just see kind of historically speaking if they've ever invested in some exercise equipment and kind of like what happened to it. Like, are they still using it today? (laughs) Did like did they donate it? Was it stolen? (laughs) Who knows? Because these things always have an interesting story. You find them in the secondhand shops all the time, I feel. You sure do. The last piece of exercise equipment I purchased was a treadmill uh, and it was kind of by default. Uh, My husband and I ended up getting like a $500 
Dick's Sporting Goods gift card from somebody in my family. And we're like, oh, 500 bucks. Like that, that can go towards something. Yeah. So we put it towards a treadmill. And I will say it definitely has gotten use. It's a little dusty these days. <laughs> it's become not a hamper, but like kind of an area where I just throw all my son's stuffed animals on top of. Oh, I love uh, that. But I plan to start removing them slowly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks like our phone is lighting up over here already. We got, uh, I think it's Clint on the phone. Clint, how you doing this morning? Good, good. How are you guys? Doing pretty well. Uh, so we're, we're talking about exercise equipment and uh, kind of what happens to it <laughs> during, during the course of its life. Did you did you buy uh, one recently? Was this an, something that you bought years ago? Are you still using it? Like, what's the deal? What did you do? So recently, I, I, I just have been going to the local Planet Fitness, but I still have my Bowflex. The Bowflex? Oh, wow. Five. Who did? Wasn't yeah. that uh, Suzanne Summers? Did she do the Bowflex? That's the Thighmaster. That's the Thighmaster. I'm sorry, Mike. My, my my mistake. But you got the Bowflex and you still own it. I do. I yeah, do. that's cool. Do you still do you get on that thing often, or is it uh, sitting in the corner collecting dust at this point? Not not even once in the last two years. <laughs> I like it for the sentiment. I like it for the sentimental value. It reminds <laughs> me that uh, you know. If anything ever were to happen to the gym, I can always go back to the Bowflex. That's so true. I think that's a huge reason why people hang on to exercise equipment. You just never know when you'll want to use it again. So, Clint, do you think uh, is this going to end up on Facebook Marketplace, like my where I found my rowing machine, or is that you're just you're you're using that as your safety net just in case uh, you decide to cancel that Planet Fitness membership? It's it's my safety net. It's my safety net for sure. Um, But yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Good for you. Thank you for calling and sharing this morning, Clint. We appreciate you. No worries, guys. Have a good one. Hey, good luck. The best variety, sunny 106.5. Sunny mornings with Joanna and Sean on Sunny 106.5. So our sunny story of the day, it's always a bright spot in the morning. Joanna just combs the internet for something that's going to put a smile on your face. And today's story, all about a dog saving the day in a big way. Yeah, this story is wild. So a disastrous gas leak was detected underground by Kobe, a four-year-old husky. And what happened was, is you know, it was just a regular day, really, in Philadelphia. And Kobe's owner, Chanel, looked out the window and saw Kobe digging away. It's something that Kobe normally does. Now, she did notice that he was digging in the same spot in the yard for a couple hours. So she was like, Something may be wrong here. And she trusts her dog's judgment like most of us do. So she called the authorities and it turns out that Kobe discovered a major gas leak. Now, authorities did say that if this would have went undetected, something as simple as turning on a light switch would have imploded her house and other houses in her surrounding area area. So really, Kobe should be hailed an absolute hero for detecting this type of gas leak. That's absolutely terrifying. I mean, the fact that this, this, yeah. could, this could have taken out an entire neighborhood block. I'm, I mean, gas leaks are no joke. If you've ever seen these on the news, they are devastating. These aren't small things. They destroy mm. neighborhoods and lives. Um, I mean, I was terrified just when I came home when I had first moved here and uh, something was wrong with our stove. We came in the door and we smelled gas in the entire 
entire house. We just opened all the doors and windows and we hightailed it out of there. Um, and I can't imagine how much gas must have been building up underneath the ground for the, for this dog, Kobe, to be going after it. I'm, man, I, thank goodness for that dog. Yeah, and thank goodness for the owner for not ignoring it, right? She trusted uh, her intuition, and she noticed that just something was not completely normal, even though digging is a very common thing that she said uh, Kobe does. But what a clever dog with a heck of a nose. I mean, this is unbelievable. And the dog, adorable, too. you got to see more about Kobe, see some of these video clips as well, because I'm saying that this community... This entire city should hail Kobe as a hero right now. So we'll put the story up right now. Sunny1065.com. Click on Sunny Mornings. Joanna and Sean right here on Sunny 106.5. And I've got to tell you, Sean, I'm really jealous because of oh. that rowing machine oh. that you got on Facebook Marketplace because it is so hard to find good conditioned exercise equipment at an affordable price on those, like, you know, marketplaces out there. Yeah, uh, it was, uh, it was my birthday lucky. gift. The one, that my, I was, the one that my I was telling you about that my wife found on Marketplace. Yeah. It was basically, like, brand new. This guy only wanted 100 bucks for it. Uh, checked my bills with, like, a magic pen to make sure I wasn't stealing from him. Yeah. <laughs> Which was, that was a whole story. If you missed that, go to the podcast. <laughs> uh, anywhere you get podcasts, do a search for Joanna and Sean. But, uh, so, look, it, it took me a couple of weeks, Joanna. I did finally break it out, and I love like that. I set it up in the bedroom. Uh, I propped my phone up there to watch some Netflix while I was getting into it. Uh, I knocked out like a thirty-minute uh, workout uh, for the first time. So I'm- that's amazing, and better late than never, because you said you finally did it. No, you did it, Sean. That's like <laughs> such a good feeling. I have yet to do it this year, so I'm very, very proud of you. And so we're taking calls this morning. Just curious, you know, what's the last piece of exercise equipment you've purchased, and are you still using it? So it looks like right now we have a phone call coming in from Sandra. She's over in Summerlin. Good morning, Sandra. Hey, good morning. How are you? Doing pretty well. A little, a little sore from this uh, this rowing I was doing. If, if, in oh. case, if no one's ever told you, a rowing machine works out every muscle group of your body at the same time, which is why I wanted one. It felt like the like I I could do the least and do the most at the same time. If that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds amazing. That sounds like the like the perfect way to work out. Um, I thought I would feel the same way about my Peloton, which is what I bought about a year ago. Ooh, those aren't <laughs> yes, cheap. I, they're not cheap. They're not cheap. And I was really trying to go on a new fitness journey. I used it for maybe about a month and, you know, just kind of life gets in the way. But Honestly, my friend kept asking me about it because they're obsessed with uh they're obsessed with Peloton. So, um after a year of them asking me and me just feeling so bad about being like, "Ah, oh, no, you know, I haven't used it. I I'm I need to get I need to get on that." I just decided that I would gift that to them for um this last Christmas. Oh, so wow. I gave it to my best friend. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Who's always been asking for it. Yes. But it's a bit of a trade. He's going to take me to Christina Aguilera as a thank you, but <laughs> That's a pretty good trade. Yeah. That's a that's a very popular show. Not cheap to buy those tickets either. But that was very generous of you to not, you know, expect any money in return or not want to try to get the same amount of money you put out back. Uh, so that was really nice of you. 
Oh, thank you. I figure if it's just collecting dust in my home for a year that I've, you know, the money's already been wasted. <laughs> I need to start adopting that mentality. That's a good way to look at things. <laughs> what was it about the, uh, the what, what was it that got you to kind of, uh, you, just, you just got distracted by other things in life or you just uh, weren't as excited about the Peloton as you were when you first got it? And, you know, I just like to have a hard time building new habits and getting into things. I mean, maybe uh, maybe I can go over to my friend's house and still use it and they can get me excited about it. But I just have a hard time just, uh, you know, like fitness and me aren't really best friends right now. <laughs> That's that's uh, totally fine. I can I, relate, girl. I don't know if I could deal with those video personal trainers. I'd be like, all right, Vance, chill out. All right, can I just do this on my own? Is there a Vance? I, probably. <laughs> Feels like a guy who would do that. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Sandra, for the call. We appreciate you. Thank you. On your smart speaker. Getting Sunny 106.5 on iHeartRadio. And everywhere on the free iHeartRadio app. You get the best variety of the 80s, 90s, and today on Sunny 106.5. Sunny 106.5, good morning. It is Joanna and Sean. And, you know, we both live our lives out loud on the radio every single day. So Mm -hmm. we can't be shy. No. And I've never been shy to admit my crush on Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, your hall pass, I'm guessing. My hall pass. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not shy in front of my husband about it. I'm not shy in front of anybody about it. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is one of the most attractive men on this Those eyebrows. Planet. Dreamy eyebrows. Everything about that man is dreamy. <laughs> all right. And now I'm not the only one because a survey, a survey has proven that he is the NFL's sexiest player. I don't disagree. <laughs> I, will, I will safely say, secure in my manhood, I don't disagree. And this was like a full-on study yeah. to prove this point. It looks like online casino site Gamblino analyzed several measures of attractiveness in order to find their sexiest players of 2023-2024 NFL season. Now, uh, Jimmy came in at number one, and I, and I love this. It was based on a facial analysis and then each player's nine most Instagram posts most were, liked were looked at. Now okay. it, it was based on likes and heart eye emojis. <laughs> Very scientific, yes. <laughs> so those two factors helped. Oh, and and I also want to throw in here they also use height okay. as a factor as well. To of determine. course they did. Of course they did. Height is always, unfortunately, a, a matter of uh, attractiveness. <laughs> so yeah, those three factors were uh, the factors in play to determine the most attractive NFL player. And yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo. He has to hear it all the time. He must. He must. I mean, if I was him, like, you know, you know, take the stress off your body and just become a male model. <laughs> like, he could be, like, the most sought-after male model in the world. He's that good-looking. He, I, I wouldn't doubt that once he's done with football, he's going to be, uh, you'll see him on everything. Like, his, he will be sponsoring or being sponsored by everything. Yeah, and, and I've, I've never, I've met him briefly at training camp. He autographed a football for my son, and he was very nice in that brief, you know, 60 second interaction but I've always heard very nice things about him too and you'll never forget that 60 seconds never. I don't think no. who else is on this list I'm curious oh. like people of note All right, names the, people will recognize some of the big ones alright Joe Burrow I also think he's very attractive he came in at number 4 Taylor Swift's boyfriend Travis Kelsey <laughs> he's he he's actually in the top 10 he came in at number 6 I'm surprised he wasn't higher if I'm being honest with you but really yeah 
Yeah, maybe he's not getting as many heart eye emojis these days because he's taken. I guess. It's either that or people are just uh, bitter. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like too much like Travis, like saturation in yeah, the market. Yeah, yeah, right. They're getting over him a little, little bit. But listen, number six, not that bad. Number 10, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. He's getting up there in age. But yeah, he's t- he still looks okay. He's a little controversial these days. But nonetheless, he is in the top 10. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is in at number 16. Kirk Cousins, which is like, I don't know if you watched that one quarterback show on <laughs> yeah. NF um, on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. But I just loved him on that uh, docu docu series. Yeah, and I loved how people just absolutely teased him about his like uh, like Coles wardrobe, like <laughs> all the comments that people make about how he like. He's dripping in Kohl's hey, I, all I the got, time. I have two pairs of boots from Kohl's, which I wear religiously. They I'm make some good stuff it. there. I think he's so relatable and humble and adorable. He yeah, deserves- dude is swimming in Kohl's cash. Yeah, yes. He, <laughs> he deserves to be on this list. A Russell Wilson, 28. Patrick Mahomes at 35. To be honest with you, no knock to Patrick. I'm surprised he's even in the top 50. Right. So the, it, it, Well, the list that we're looking at only goes up to number 45. So whoever the, the 46th most attractive <sighs> guy in the NFL was, I'm very sorry. You were left off this list. <laughs> we'll, we'll actually go ahead and put the full list up online at sunny1065.com. Click on Sunny Mornings and you can check out the list. Then sound off on the talkback button on iHeartRadio and tell us if you agree. So, Joanna, I don't know if you know this about me, but I've always been uh, kind of a fan of obscure vocabulary words, right? Like <laughs> I've what, heard you use a few. What yeah. I like to call like 25 cent words, right? <laughs> like I was I was in the spelling bee. I made it to the county finals when I was, when oh I was in gosh. fifth grade. It's kind of, I'm kind of a big deal in Palm Beach County, Florida in the spelling bee, historically Fun speaking. Fun fact about Sean this morning. <laughs> Sunny 106.5, Sunny Mornings <laughs> with Joanna and Sean. This study, uh, this is why this really touched my heart here. Uh, so, Wayne State University which is located uh, in Michigan, they released their 15th annual list of long-lost words due for a comeback. So these are words that exist but have kind of died out of use, and I think some of these are super fun, and I'd be curious if there's any fun words that you use or at least try to on a regular basis that people look at you funny <laughs> for, right? So here, here, here's, uh, here's four off of this list that are super fun. Uh, one of them, and I don't even, I'm not even sure how you pronounce this. I wish there was a phonetic spelling here, but... Kerglaff, C U R G L A F F. I don't know if it's Kerglaff or Kerglaff. <laughs> Never heard of it. That is the shock you feel when you jump in cold water. <laughs> that is a fascinating word. I don't. I don't even know how you would use that in a sentence. Like, oh man, I felt that Kerglaff. <laughs> I don't think I'll be using that one anytime that, That's too. hard. This one, for some reason, I use this word all the time. Dollop. A blob of something on food like sour cream. I use, dollop of daisy. Isn't that the, the, the name of that brand of sour right? cream? Yeah. Throw a dollop. Uh, can you throw me a dollop of uh, sour cream on uh, my potato, but right? But to be honest, is that's pretty much the only time I use dollop is referencing sour cream. Yeah, right? <laughs> I th- The fact that there's not a brand of sour cream just called dollop is a missed <laughs> opportunity for sure. Uh, this one's fun. Raw, a raw gabbit, someone who speaks confidently but is actually wrong. I know people like that. Ah, I, I don't use that either. But I don't know if they, I wouldn't, you know, if you called them a raw gabbit, I don't think they wouldn't know what you were saying because I, I would wouldn't take either. In, I would take insult to Probably, it. right? It doesn't sound doesn't good. doesn't sound good. You're, no. What a raw gabbit that guy mm-hmm. is, right? Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Uh, number four on the <laughs> list here, twinkle. 
which is uh, to twang with your fingers on an instrument. Have you ever heard of twankle? <laughs> no, because I thought it was a reference to like having to run to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> that, so I was way off. I was way off. <laughs> uh, no, that's great. I, I actually kind of like your definition way better. Like, hey, hold on. I got to twankle real quick. And right? that's like meaning I got to run to the restroom. I'll be back very you soon. Run right? Tinkle, yes. Uh, a word that I use every once in a while is I, I will describe someone as being a curmudgeon, which I think is like, it's a very, <laughs> old school word I don't know many people who use it but it's funny because my like my daughter will repeat me from time to time and she doesn't even know what I'm saying and I'm like, like what a curmudgeon and she's like yeah what a curmudgeon or she tries in the back seat and I'm like oh what am I saying up here you know I love it I think I, I have heard you say that before I actually was over at a friend's house recently and her dad was there and he's in his 70s and he used a term that made me laugh and I because I had to ask what the definition was. I never heard it in like a <laughs> sentence before. But he was referencing actually Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and he was saying, I don't understand all the ballyhoo over those guys. <laughs> and I was like, Ballyhoo. Ballyhoo is great. I have love you heard that. that before? Yes, I have. Like uh, not not in conversation recently, but I know the word. Yeah, yeah, and I looked at him and I was like, Oh, like I and I I took into consideration what he likely meant and I was correct he, he made it seem like it was just like like exaggerated fuss over of, of over somebody I think we need to bring back more of the words that have to do with like 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 a scuffle or a fight like a like a brouhaha or a Donny Brook like let's bring those back those are fun I, I think there's something with bees that I just love because I don't <laughs> yeah. think we use bamboozle enough bamboozle's a great word yeah, oh no my one goodness. wants to be bamboozled and I feel like oftentimes we are so oh, these days everyone's getting bamboozled uh-huh. everywhere you look Look, we need to bring that one back. If you got a fun <laughs> word that you like to use on a regular basis that's out of, you know, a little out of the ordinary, please let us know on Instagram at Sunday Mornings 1065 or hit that talk back button on iHeartRadio. For the biggest shows from Las Vegas's brightest stars, count on Sunny 106.5 to give you access. Bruno Mars has just announced his live and Las Vegas residency returns to Dolby Live at Park MGM this June and August. Hey, it's Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars Concert Experience with tickets available through Ticketmaster. And this week, you can win your way in. Here's how. Listen to Sunny 106.5 on our free iHeartRadio app and use the talkback button to record a message. Tell us your name, what part of the valley you're in, and in honor of Bruno Mars, tell us what you like about living in Las Vegas. Lucky for you, that's what I love. That's what I like. Everyone who leaves a talkback message has the chance to win. For full instructions, go to sunny1065.com.